What's up, family? Today is, wow, May the 11th, 2020. I hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. And uh, I just want to say once again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Soon to be mothers and want to be mothers. Well, we're back with Renaonomics, part three. This particular segment is going to be on investing, not just regular investing, bank, stocks, bonds, uh, property. This investing what I want to talk about today is in regards to investing not only in yourself as a person, but investing in others. A lot of times when we look at investing, we look at we're going to invest and in, we're going to invest for the future. We're going to invest for our families, yada, yada, yada. There's nothing wrong with that. But this particular investing is invest. I'm going to give you the definition of invest. One of the definitions, because there's several uh, several different uh, types of, you know, definitions, but I'm going to give you the definition of invest. Provide or Endow someone or something with a particular quality or attribute. I'm going to say it again. Provide or endow someone or something with a particular quality or attribute. Brothers and sisters, I think over the years, we've been investing in other people, other groups. And what has it gotten us? It may have brought upon some type of I don't know, meaning for you as a person. Uh, but when you get right down to it, the black community is still suffering today because we invest with everybody else except us. When we're investing in just say, say you investing in a person, you invest in your child's education. You're investing in your child's education for your child to be able to one day provide for himself, provide for his family, and maybe hopefully provide and bring something to his people and his community. We need to pay more attention to the fact of what's going on with our community because our community is drying up and disappearing real fast. 
Now, unless you plan on moving back to Africa, and you know, a lot of people have moved from the States and moved back to Africa because they're just tired of no matter what you do here in America, you just can't win. So a lot of people are tired of the police brutality. They're tired of the high cost of living. They're tired of not being able to create to the point where they could actually do something and make a difference. So a lot of people are moving back to Africa. It's, it's not just a, a dream that a lot of people talk about. It's a reality for a lot of people. And it's going to be even more of a reality. As the new generation gets older and starts to understand living in America is probably not really beneficial to you as much as going back to the motherland and forming your own type of business in order to grow, to make yourself fulfilled as a person. And sometimes investment, investing in yourself, investing in others can make that reality a reality or make that dream a reality. Because I don't know what it is and why black people in America don't take more of the risk of investing in Africa. Those brothers and sisters, they need help as much as anybody on the planet. And you know what? Everybody that's almost on, uh, you know, a lot of groups that are on the planet are taking advantage of the dollars that can be made over in Africa. We talk about, oh man, ain't, they don't like us. No, that's not true. Once you start to study, understand, talk, meet, you'll understand that's not true. That's just something that's been perpetuated by the people that be in this country. And then again, a lot of people, they just want to stay under the thumb of other people. Me pushing Africa, it's not about me pushing Africa, it's about Africa is what it is. You, you, it's an, it's an, if you're an entrepreneur, if you consider yourself an entrepreneur, you consider yourself an investor, you consider yourself whatever title you want to label yourself, that's fine. But don't just be a title, go out there and do something about what you call yourself. And investing in Africa a lot of people are doing it. It doesn't take a whole lot of money. Everybody always assumes that it takes a whole lot of money in order to invest. And that's just not true. You can start off with something small. If you do your homework, you can start off with something small. Well, you can say, well, I don't know anybody over in Africa. Well, maybe you need to go out there, try to meet people. Those of you who love social media, you can go out there. You can meet people. On InLink, I meet people all the time. LinkedIn, whatever it's called, we get that stupid, uh, that dumb, I always get it uh, mixed up. LinkedIn, whatever. You can go out there and meet people, learn how to deal and talk with people. If you call yourself a businessman, there's more business in this world than just here in America where they try to limit you in what you do. Limit you in what you invest in. Limit you in how you invest your money especially when it comes to your people, black people who have money. They invest, but a lot of times they're not investing in people who look like them. They're usually investing with other people. 
And that's the truth. My brother, may he rest in peace, Kobe being Brian. When Kobe invested, uh, went partnership with a guy for $100 million to start a, a, what was it, a fund. To start a fund, it was $100 million they invested. It wasn't somebody that looked like him that did it. Not to say that that's a bad thing. But the point of it is, is brothers need to hook up with each other so they can invest something like $100 million. That $100 million Kobe invested turned out to be uh, worth close to maybe a $100 billion fund. A hundred billion, well, uh, a billion dollar fund. I don't know how many, I can't say put exact, but it it turned out to be very profitable. It's about investing, but sometimes it's about investing with people. You don't have to have a whole lot of money. Learn how to form groups with your friends, people, family, whoever you feel you can trust. I've talked about this before. And go out there and start some type of group. How you think a lot of companies get started? Hell, Microsoft was started in a uh, in a garage. Apple was started in a garage. How do you think a lot of these major corporations that are now uh, billion dollar, trillion dollar companies? How did you think they got started? They got started with an idea. They got started either with a single person or a couple of people or whatever. It doesn't take a lot of money if you do what you're supposed to do. Do your homework. But when you sit up and complain, then don't even worry about investing because you're not going to really do anything. You're just going to be one of those who sit on the sideline and never get in the game. And that's fine. If you're that type of person where you like sitting on the sideline and never getting in the game, that's fine. But I don't care how old you get or whatever. There's always time to make some sort of change in your finances, your education, your wealth building, whatever. Even if you're just getting started late in the game, as far as saving for your retirement, sometimes so what? You have to have faith in you. When you have faith in yourself, you don't worry about what other people think. You don't worry about what other people say. The faith is in you. You have to believe. If you don't believe, no one else is going to believe. Investing. Our brothers and sisters over there are dying. I was looking uh, the uh, the top businesses to invest in over in Africa. And one is, uh, is building. Contractor. You know, uh, cement layer. Somebody you can, you know, actually build because there's so much props. I'm sorry. So much beautiful greenery land that's over there. And if you if you make a dedication to it, the people of Africa will actually provide you with some land. To a certain degree, if you make a commitment, all they're looking for is a commitment. They feel our brother, our Western brothers don't want to do nothing. And then they look at us and laugh. There a lot of them are westernized as well, but they look at us and they look at us sometimes and they laugh. Because they look how we get treated and say, damn, how could they stay over there in that country and be treated, shot down like dogs, like our brother recently, who was shot down a couple of months ago, and then all of a sudden they talk about it.
then they don't do anything. I'm going to be doing a story on that. That's coming up. That'll probably be more likely on Thursday. That particular story about our brother who got shot. But today I wanted to talk about investment. Investing. You must start to invest in your people. You see other people investing. It's like the Asian man uh, once told me, it ain't that I don't like black people. But if I don't take a helping hand towards my own countrymen and I help the black man, but I don't help my own countrymen, what does that make me? He literally told me that, but he didn't say it in a negative or derogatory way. He said it because basically he's telling me, man, I don't hate you guys, but I got to help my brother over here and I'm going to help him. So you take it for whatever you want to take it for. If you think I don't like you or hate you, that's on you. But I still got to help my brother. And you know what? I can respect that. And each and every one of you should be able to respect that as well because they're only telling you. I ain't talking about the ones that come over here and all of a sudden they treat you like shit and 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 then one one and then you buy their stuff and like it's a privilege for you to even be able to be in the same room with them and buy their stuff and I'm gonna treat you any old kind of way. No, not today, not tomorrow, not no day when it comes to me. And I would tell any of you. If you're being treated like that and you continue to buy with people who treat you bad, the only person is being uh, a fool is you. This COVID-19 has or should have taught us what we could do without all this mall spending, all this going out there and just throwing away our money in clubs, buying alcohol. Well, I guess you could still buy alcohol because liquor stores don't close. They ain't close, especially for black people. They ain't close. So just going out and spending your money on a bunch of foolishness, uh, I would hope that it's taught us something. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But I'm pretty sure some got something out of this. Damn, I really don't need to be buying all that. I don't need all of that. When you look at it, I don't need all that. Because they have opened or they're starting to unleash the locks on the doors. They're starting to say, okay, we're going to start slowly. But it's still a trap because a lot of people now are getting into their head. They're opening up. Whether they look at the news or not, maybe they care, maybe they don't. They're opening up. So now we can start going out. We can forget the masks. We can forget the gloves. They're starting to open up. But I say this to my brothers and my sisters on Renelnomics Part 3, Episode 113. You must start looking into your people. See what your neighborhood looked like to maybe you could turn it into a community and start learning how to communicate with your brothers and your sisters and start to buy, start to invest in others. Maybe you could be somebody of real importance. But we have to start someplace. Talk to your brothers and your family. Talk to your sisters and your family. And just get a dialogue going. You got to get a dialogue going. See, if we never get a dialogue going, we never going to know how it's going to end. 
But you got to get a dialogue. You have to start going out there just looking for opportunities. Instead of going out there giving your money to people who don't like you, start looking for opportunities to the point where you can go out there and actually start a business. Like I say, Africa's dying for us. You know, despite what you hear, Africa want their brothers and sisters back home. They'll open, their, they'll open up their arms to you. But you got to be able to open up your arms to them. You can't think you're better. You got to humble yourself because they will humble themselves to you. They may treat you different because they don't know you until they get to know you. It's the same way you do them. That's over in this country. Sometimes, see, a, a lot of our brothers and sisters from Africa come over here and then all of a sudden they have a little chip on their shoulder. They get a little job or a little business and they have a chip on their shoulder. And that's a lot of times that's because they see how other people treat us. They see it on TV. They see it on the Internet. They read about it. How we let, because basically what it is, is you let them do that to you. And the reason why you let them do that to you, because you feel you got to have whatever product a service that they provide to you. Once you start to pull your dollars back, people won't treat you as bad as you. They'll kiss your ass again. They'll kiss your ass once they get you on a tilt, and then they'll go back to treating you like shit. But as long as you allow them to treat you like shit, that falls on you. It really does. Pull your money. Keep your money. We're talking about over 30 million people uh, out of work. Uh, no telling if that 30 million... They file for unemployment is going to even be able to get back to work. That's why if you, you, you're not able to get your job back, you have to be able to go out there and try your best to create a job. I'm pretty sure there's service because God gives every one of us a talent. You just have to be able to find your talent and you have to go out there and capitalize on your talent. Start investing. Start investing. Start trying to form groups with people. You got it going on all over this country. They're small groups now. And, and people are doing it. I'm, I see it all the time. I, I definitely see it in the Muslim community. They're doing it all the time. They start little groups. People pick up the knowledge. They start in groups to invest, understanding. We got to do for us like everybody's doing for themselves. Black people need to learn how to start doing for us. Stop spending all your money with everybody else. Start doing for us. Invest in us. So we can invest in you. How can you go? My cleaners, I go to a black cleaners. My realtor's black. I, wasn't, I wouldn't go to nobody else. It's not a knock. I just wouldn't. I want to give them the opportunity. If, if I have a female who's a real estate agent, I'm going to go with her. I'm going to give her the opportunity to make some money. I'm not going to go to somebody else. They can have a million sales under their belt. Now, I don't care if you got a trillion sales under your belt. I'm going to her. My cleaners, I'm going to him. I don't care who clothes you clean. I'm not impressed by names, and you shouldn't be either. Black people are so impressed with people who have the name. It's like a name brand. It's like, so what? Those people that you are so impressed with, think about what they're doing to the neighborhood. Think about the major essentials in the neighborhood, and then we're going to wrap this up until the next time. Think about the major essentials in a neighborhood that's needed, that we don't have. A bank, 
a grocery store, a school, and a hospital. Those are the four essentials. Food, health, money. Where can you go and get and get that? In education. The four essentials that we don't have in our, well, we don't have it in California. I'll say that. I won't say every place else because I don't know about every place else. But you can only answer that, whatever country, state, city you live in. But in California, I can tell you, oh, we don't. We used to have a hospital called Martin Luther King Jr. Hospital. And black people, some incidents happened and they started calling it Killer King. See, we do a lot of damage sometimes ourselves. They started calling the killer king. And the next thing you know, after being up for so long, they end up pretty much scrubbing out all the bad people who worked there, wasn't doing their job. And they brought in a lot of other people that don't look like black people. But they still have black people. But they brought in a whole bunch of others. Why? You don't take care of your business. Grocery store? I don't know. The Nation of Islam, they have stores. I don't know about grocery stores, but they have stores where you can go buy fresh produce and all that kind of stuff. But that's because people from the Nation of Islam, they understand to invest with each other, to invest with their brothers and sisters in Africa. They understand that. We in America, brainwash. Stay away from your brothers. They're no good. And that's how we treat our brothers, like they're no good. And that ain't true. But this is your brother saying, hey, invest with others. Look into Africa. Stop being lazy and doing nothing. This is your brother saying, hey, it's all good. On this 11th day of May 2020, I'm out. Peace. Until the next time. Stay strong. This is Renell Nomics. Out.